You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Sassy Seniors is brought to you by Dog.com. For everything and anything dog, shop Dog.com today for all the top brands. Greenies, Frontline, Kong, Nylabone, Royal Canin, and more. Shop at Dog.com and use the promo code SADSASSY, S-A-D-S-A-S-S-Y, and get $15 off your order of $75 or more. Welcome to another edition of Sassy Seniors on Pet Life Radio. Hello, everyone. I'm Kelly Jackson, and I'm your host. And thanks so much for joining us. Okay, so you know I always give a shout-out to an animal that's made the news as of late. This week, it's not a dog, it's not a cat, but a polar bear. I'm sure you probably know him, you've heard of him. Newt, who was born in captivity at the Berlin Zoo, celebrates birthday number four. He was rejected at birth by his mother and raised by zookeepers in Berlin. And in fact, he's the first polar bear to survive past infancy at the zoo in more than three decades. Now, he remains a huge celeb around the world. He's loved by the young and old, dramatically increased attendance figures at the zoo. And he even made, get this, the cover of German Vanity Fair. So you could say he's also a supermodel. So... We're going to give a big pause up for the very lovable polar bear, Newt. Happy fourth birthday, and here's to many, many more. When we come back, we're going to talk to you with the executive director of truly one of my favorite animal organizations in Chicago, Paws Chicago. We're going to take a pause and take a short break, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Celebrate your special occasion and give her this classic semi-eternity band created with one-carat brilliant diamonds channel set in 14-carat white gold. Exclusively yours from ICE.com. Free shipping over $150, free returns, and 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to ICE.com and use promo code ACTFP and get 20% off your purchase. Or use promo code ADTFP and get 20% off at Diamond.com. ICE.com or Diamond.com. Get 20% off from Pet Life Radio. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to 1-800-PETMEDS.COM forward slash sassy, S-A-S-S-Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PETMEDS.COM. There's a movement afoot, ShoeBuy.COM. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.COM's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. 
Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code SASSY, S-A-S-S-Y, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Sassy Seniors. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. And today, I love this organization, Paw Chicago. It's Chicagoland's largest no-kill organization. And we have its executive director, Rochelle Mahalik. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Kelly. Oh, thank you for such the kind words, too. We really appreciate it. Well, it's my pleasure. I've been to Paul Chicago. I shot a story with you for my website, arf.com. And I, I just love you guys. You guys are fabulous. I always say, if I were a homeless pet, I'd want to be a Paul Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain to some of our uh, listeners who may not really understand what a no-kill a facility is. Can you, I know it kind of speaks for itself, but can you talk to us about that? Oh, sure, Kelly. I'd be glad to. Uh, here at Paw Chicago, our mission is to make Chicago a no-kill city. And we're going to achieve that really by focusing in on a few, a few key areas. The first area, and probably the most important, is the ability to provide um, accessible, free, or low-cost spay-neuter to those pet owners that really need it. And we have our Lurie Spay-Neuter Clinic, which is in the southwest side of Chicago. And this year, we'll do over 17,000 surgeries, of which over 65% are free. So the whole one of the key components of making your community no-kill is the ability to prevent these pets from ever being born. Wow. I know it's it's great it's amazing and you know we yes. have so many awesome pet owners here in the city of Chicago and you know our goal is to really to provide these services to these under-resourced communities and they're so grateful for the services because they really do love and appreciate their animals. Well I wonder why you know you're the largest no-kill facility in Chicago why aren't there more no-kill facilities is it a matter of, of money funding lack of education about I- this? I think it's a few things. Um, One of it is, you know, public awareness. Uh, Another key approach that we have is really to engage the community and let them know what's going on because the community is what's going to help drive change. And, you know, part of the, a big, another big component of the no-kill model is really valuing the life of every animal and putting in place innovative programs that actually help save lives versus the old traditional methods of cage and kill being the acceptable way of managing pet overpopulation. Some of our key programs that we have, for example, you know, as we all know, the economy has gotten better, but it's, it's, there are still a lot of people out there that are struggling. 
So one of the programs that we put in place is our pet food bank, and we provide free pet food for people that are having a hard time making ends meet. And this year we uh, will help well over uh, 400 to 500 individual animals distributing well over 30,000 pounds of food so that these animals don't have to enter into the sheltering system. And you know what? I think so many people would be people who may not be um, as closely related to the pet world, but I think people would be shocked at how many people are in need of of pet food. Uh, There's a pet food bank also in St. Louis, and I did a story with them about two weeks ago. And Rochelle, the line was around the block for people needing food for their pets. It is, you know, and obviously as the unemployment rates, you know, stay at a, at a higher rate, individuals are making really tough decisions. You know, do they put food on their table? Do they provide for their family or, you know, as a priority over their pet? And I think it's great when you see a lot of these local food banks that have popped up because it's just preventing these animals from entering the entering our sheltering system. And with euthanasia rates where they are, you know, it's so much better to provide resources to save a life than it is to have that animal turn in because they do have a good home. They just can't. They just have other priorities or have circumstances in their life at that time. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Are winter months more challenging when it comes to, and I know you don't call Paw Chicago a shelter, but are they more challenging for animals? And do you find that you take in more animals in the winter months or not? Yeah, actually, um, I think, uh, well, I know a lot of it has to do with your weather. Um, and, you know, when even you've got sunny California, what tends to happen is you have more breeding seasons. So when the weather does get colder or you have colder winters, you see a delay in when the cats and the, the dogs that are out there start reproducing. And as much as I hate cold Chicago winters, I love them because I know our, our kitten season is going to start a little bit later. Yeah. At any given time, how many pets do you have at your facility? We have, um, as you as you talked about, we had a we had a wonderful time up at our adoption center. In our program, at any given time, we usually have about 400 animals, and that includes about anywhere from 120 to 150 animals available at our adoption center. And um, it's so neat. Um, the puppies and the dogs all have suites, and because of the way the design, the facility is designed, the center is designed that they get to have buddies and partners. Uh, in fact, I was up there last night. We're gearing up for the holiday and it's so cute because a lot of the puppies have three other dogs with them. So <laughs> a lot <laughs> of activity going on. They do, they do. And they have roommates that they all love. <laughs> exactly. So they're having a good time. And it's great too because by you know allowing them to have uh, friends, number one, it really it shows how social they are and how well they do with other dogs. And they're happy. And a happy dog you know, just shows so much better for a family that's like, interested in adopting and adopting them. And you had mentioned earlier, you know, the suites and this is a cageless adoption center, right? So they're, they're not in cages. Can you explain to our listeners what they actually look like? Uh, oh. <laughs> well, one of the things that, you know, we wanted to do with the Adoption Center is really create an environment that was very warm and very welcoming. Um, a lot of people have been hesitant to go into shelters because of the noise, the smell, the coldness, the cages, and the kill factor. And what we've done is we've created a center that's very warm, very welcoming, kind of has a nice urban farm feel to it. You walk in, there's plenty of sunlight, there's a fireplace. And in Kitty City, the cats all have, the cats and kittens all have um, wonderful suites. They're housed by like ages. So, you know, seniors are with seniors and kittens are with kittens. 
and there's plenty of vertical space for them to run up and you know get comfortable where they sit within that room or how they fit within that room and um, there's nothing more wonderful in Kitty City than seeing the uh, cats laying in the sun in the morning and <laughs> afternoon sun and just totally chilling. We also have uh, classical music in all the rooms so that it's really peaceful and calm for them with big beds and in Dogtown it's really fun because you've got uh, we have suites. Um, the suites do have windows that you know bring in a lot of natural sunlight and they have different shapes to them and they're really designed to keep the stress down on the animals and you know it's a lot of these animals as you know we are animal care and control's largest transfer partner so we bring into our program thousands and thousands of animals from the city pound and we don't know what these animals what happened to these animals prior to coming to us a lot of them have lived on the streets some of them have been in a home environment and now all of a sudden they don't know what's happened to their world so you want to create a place for them where they're very comfortable and they're very relaxed and are you know until they find their next forever home Absolutely. And it is. It's so warm and welcoming there. And, you know, the pets, they just seem, they seem so at ease. And that obviously will help them when they do get a forever home. Let's talk about senior pets that are there since, you know, this is a show about senior pets. So often when you go to uh, facilities, older dogs are so often some of the last to be adopted out. Do you, have you find that to be the case at Paws as well? You know, we are we are so fortunate. Um, one of the things that we try to do with our mature, as we like to call them, animals, mm-hmm. is um, first of all really highlight what amazing animals they are. So, for example, our senior cat room is the first cat room you see. It's right in the entranceway and off the lobby. So, your first impression are of these amazing senior cats, and the room is designed, you know, for them so that it's easy for them to get around. It's it's easy for them with a lot of natural sunlight. In Dogtown, what we do is um, they also, you know, we try to put them more towards the front so that you're able to make an immediate connection with them. And um, it's really neat. Like right now we have, we call it the old man's room. We have a (laughs) a 12-year-old, a 9-year-old, and a 8-year-old all just chilling. So you're walking through and the puppies are, you know, playing and the little dogs are running around. You see these guys and you're kind of like, if that's what I want, I want someone just to be my friend and, you know, be a wonderful companion, a senior pet is just absolutely the way to go. Exactly. I totally agree. One dog that really um, affected me, and uh, I've been thinking about him since I came to Paul Chicago, his name was Red, and he made the headlines in Chicago, in fact, because he was involved, uh, his owner, I believe, was held up at gunpoint, and Red ended up being shot and paralyzed, right? Absolutely, and it was actually um, pretty amazing. Um, Red was protecting the house and protecting his owner, and when the police got there, they thought that Red um, had died, and he actually had survived this, but survived it with, um, he is paralyzed, so he had a severe spinal cord injury. And we, we took him into our program and worked with him on rehabilitation. So he learned how to use his upper body versus using both front legs and back legs. And he is one of our volunteer favorites. Everybody loves Red, not only our volunteers, but also our guests. So on any given day, Red will have a visitor with him probably from about 8 in the morning till about 8 at night. Oh. Well, if you go to Paul Chicago I and mean, you see Red, he could use a forever home. So if you're listening, if you're in the Chicagoland area, visit 
obviously all of the animals that are available. But, you know, Red has been there a while, so it would be great for him to, to find a forever home. Also, what I found really impressive with Paul Chicago, when animals are adopted out, you guys keep kind of a, a database and you're, you keep somewhat of a relationship with them, don't you? We do, you know, and that's another uh, component of the no-kill model that's, I think, really important. We do make a lifetime commitment to any animal that's part of our program. So at any given time, if the adopter is no longer able to care for the animal, we take them back, no questions asked. And we want the ability to rehome them because we don't want these animals ever to end up in the sheltering system again. I love that. I love that. Okay, we're talking with Michelle Mahalik. She's the executive director of Paul Chicago, Chicago's largest no-kill organization. We're going to take a break because when we come back, I have to bring up the Oprah effect. (laughs) So we're going to take a short break and we're going to talk about Oprah because Paul Chicago is one of her favorite things. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. say from experience feels like home for her enter the code sassy 10 s-a-s-s-y the number 10 and get 10 percent off any order no minimum at petco.com FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code LUCKYS20 at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P dot com. Code word L-U-C-K-Y-S and the number 20. You ask the question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll take a back shot. I really should mention, I need time. I need love. I crave attention. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere all screened for good health and behavior. 
PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take Me Home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back, everyone, to Sassy Seniors. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson, and my guest today is Rochelle Mahalik. She's Executive Director of Paw Chicago. It's uh, Chicagoland's biggest no-kill organization. And you had a very special guest. How long has it been, Rochelle? Uh, it's been about two years when we first had the wonderful visit from our special guest. And our special guest was the one and only <laughs> Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> okay, can you share with our listeners the amazing story behind that? Oh, it was, um, I still get the chills when I, <laughs> I think about it. Uh, Oprah had did a story on puppy mills, and it was actually really, really, really neat. Um, an organization from the East Coast had put a billboard on one of our major expressways that said, Oprah, do you know about puppy mills? And, um, you know, Oprah saw this, her producer side, and they did the research and had no idea what was happening in animal welfare. And they decided Lisa, Lisa Ling did a story, and it was one of their most watched episodes. And it really talked about, you know, puppy mills, what puppy mills are. It talked about animal welfare. It talked about the reality of what's going on in traditional sheltering. And then, really exciting, she talked about the no-kill model and a lot of the life-saving efforts that are going on. After the show aired, they had such a great response from their viewers on this. They decided to do a follow-up, and we got a call from um, Oprah's producers that said they wanted to come out and shoot some um, B-roll that they could use for the next show, and would we be interested? And we were like, absolutely. And lo and behold, we're shooting the B-roll on a Friday afternoon, and who walks in but Oprah? And it was just... Um, so you had no it, idea that she was... No idea. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was just it was just absolutely it was wonderful and uh, she did a tour of the center which was fantastic and at that time uh, she had just lost Sophie and she decided to uh, dedicate a room in honor of Sophie so we spent the next week working with her team getting the room all set up and it is gorgeous it has a uh, dog house in it with a little porch it's got a beautiful mural on the wall it's got a nice little chandelier that that hangs in there, and um, so Sophie is has already saved the lives of hundreds of pets through adoptions of the animals that come through her room. That just gives me chills, and I agree. You know, all of the suites that you have there are so nice and warm and welcome. But that Sophie suite, 
it is really nice. <laughs> and it was even more exciting. So that was you know, it's the first time we had the opportunity to work with Oprah. And, you know, as we know, Oprah is one of the most, you know, amazing businesswomen and she's such a smart lady and she really, really caught on to the impact of what no kill means and the importance of putting in life saving adoption guarantee programs versus the traditional method of sheltering, which is, you know, more of a cage and kill mentality. And we got a call, it was probably about a year later, and she had uh, wanted to shoot the cover of uh, the June issue of O Magazine. It was going to be a pet issue at Paw Chicago with a bunch of puppies. So, <laughs> oh. had a lot of fun on a Saturday afternoon. I think it is, I, I do know it's the only time we close the adoption center down on a, you know, for I was going to say, that would, be, that would be kind of crazy having all of that going on. <laughs> and um, we shot the cover and that's how uh, she got her first pup from us. And she has a gorgeous little Cocker Spaniel. Mm. And um, the uh, last year we were talking to her and she had said that she was looking for, uh, if we ever just happened to see two uh, Springer Spaniels puppies, she might be interested. And for her birthday this year, she adopted two more pups. Wow. And they're just adorable. And I love the cover of that issue too. It was really sweet. It was so much fun. We had such a great day. She was so happy. The puppies were hysterical. She was having a ball. And let me tell you, getting a photo of that many puppies all to look at the camera at one time, her team is pretty amazing. (laughs) I was going to ask you, how did they do that? You know, it was funny. What you don't see is all of us on the side saying on the count of three, put the puppies on her lap. (laughs) I'll just say, you know, I know the puppies couldn't have been that good. So, yes. (laughs) But uh, it was really a fun day, a very special, very uh, monumental day. And Oprah has been just such an absolutely wonderful advocate for for really driving and making people aware of the lot of innovation that can happen through the no-kill model. And because of her, we have done, we have worked with a lot of organizations across the country on, you know, how we were able to do this. What are some of the life-saving programs that we've been able to put in place? And really, really get people to start thinking differently and, you know, thinking about life-saving programs. And there is hope. You know, it's, it's every small step makes a difference. Absolutely. And that is your Oprah effect. It's really opened the eyes of so many people. It really has. What about because of that, do you have more volunteers and and donors? How does PAWS continue? How do you guys um, survive, especially, you know, in this economy? How do you guys get through? Because so many organizations, you know, it's always difficult. It is. And the, um, you know, as a not-for-profit and when you're, you know, having, when you're struggling through uh, financial downturns, you know, the not-for-profits definitely are impacted. Um, we've been so fortunate uh, because of the the work that we do. First of all, we're privately funded. We receive uh, no government or no city funding. And for us to continue to do the 17,000 surgeries every year, and I didn't mention we will save over 4,000 lives this year in our adoption program. Wow. I was going to ask you that too. 4,000? Yeah, yeah really. We've had such a uh, such an awesome response from the Chicagoland community. We opened our doors on September of '07, and in September of this year, we saved our ten thousandth life. Wow! Congratulations. That is <laughs> wonderful. And uh, what's nice too that in that same month, our spay neuter clinic, which as uh, you know I talked about, is in uh, one of our lower income neighborhoods, performed its hundred thousandth surgery. 
Wow. Now, has that been since you guys opened in 97 or? Um, that's been since we've opened the clinic in 2001. 2000. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> but um, to, to your point, you know, it, it really does take local support uh, in order for us to continue what we do. We receive no government funding. We receive no city funding. And because we are a new organization that's um, incredibly innovative and incredibly, you know, as long as animals are dying unnecessarily, we're going to continue to, you know, go forward at full stream ahead, putting in life-saving programs. And we depend on the support of, you know, of the community, the financial support of the community. Um, Oprah has been just fantastic for us in driving more of a national awareness of the work that's getting done. So not only is it going to impact, you know, the future of sheltering, but it also has, you know, awakened people to why you should adopt and why you should support some of your support agencies that are really putting in life-saving programs. Absolutely. Well, we're going to start to wrap this up, Rochelle. This is the time to let our listeners know, especially if they're in the Chicagoland area, any upcoming events that you all have? Because you have, you guys have some really great stuff, some great events. You just had like a black tie event, didn't you? We did. We just had our fur ball in uh, mid-November, which was just absolutely a lot of fun. Um, the month of December for us is all about saving lives in adoption. So we just had our 36-hour adoptathon the first week in December, and we saved over 98 lives in 36 hours. <laughs> you were open for 36 hours, huh? Yeah. 10 a.m. Saturday till 10 p.m. Sunday, and we did our. We were doing adoption Saturday night to about 3 a.m. in the morning. It was it was a lot of fun. Really? So people, what they'd go out at night and you know, after dinner. Oh, you know what? I think I want to adopt a pet. They would come in. <laughs> exactly. Or the people. Uh, a lot of people got really smart and said, you know what? We know you're bringing in new dogs overnight and new kittens overnight. So <laughs> very <laughs> people, smart. Yeah, they are. And it was neat. Just wonderful families coming in to save a life. So, you know, for us, this month is really about, you know, working with the Chicago community, not only, you know, to save a life through adoptions. And if you can't adopt, absolutely donate so that we can continue our life-saving programs, both from a spay-neuter and an adoption perspective as we move into 2011. Absolutely. And where are you guys located in Mm -hmm. case case someone Uh, wants to stop by? No, absolutely. Adoption Center is at 1997 North Clybourne. And um, you can see all of our amazing animals online at www.pawchicago.org. And you can also make a donation online. Well, I salute the fabulous work that you do. I love Paw Chicago. And here's to a very successful 2011 for you and the hundreds of pets and the lives that you have saved. So thank you so much, Michelle, for joining us. Oh, thank you, Kelly. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to another edition of Sassy Seniors, where we truly celebrate our senior pets. And you can also catch me on my website, arf.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a good one. Happy holidays. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.